Hi, everyone, and welcome to Avid Travel with Britain Frost. I, of course, am your host, Britain Frost, and today we're going to be talking about the hidden cost of river cruising and what's included on a river cruise. So last week when we were talking about the differences in ocean and river cruising, I know that I mentioned that part of the difference is that river cruising is a lot more inclusive. And that is true across the board. On almost every river cruise company, uh, mainstream river cruise company, you're going to have some sort of alcohol included, beer and wine at lunch and dinner. You're going to have some sort of internet included. Um, and so it, you're, you are likely going to have a shore excursion included. So there are these inclusives that I think as someone who has river cruised for so long, I have begun to take for granted. And when I started ocean cruising again for work, I was astounded that I had to pay for internet every day and that, you know, I might be paying $50 for an internet package a, a day or however much for a drink package a day. And so there is a lot more included on the rivers. And as I said, I think that I kind of began to take that for granted. And I know that plenty of other river cruisers, that's part of the reason that they stick with river cruising and like river cruising so much is because even with the companies where you're not paying top dollar, you are still getting a lot included. But at the same time, River cruising can be a lot more expensive than ocean cruising. So you're looking at lead-ins lead of, you know, almost three to $400 a person a day for these mainstream river cruise companies. And so you are paying more than, you know, for example, a carnival cruise where you're paying maybe $50 a person a day, but you're getting a lot more for your money. Um, it, it, so it just depends. You know, I've always said that cruising is such a customizable experience and you can really, you can choose what you value. And so, you know, for some people going on a big ship and paying not a lot of money and, and not having drinks or internet or anything included, that could be appealing because it, it might not be something that they value. Um, whereas other people want everything included and don't want those charges to add up and don't want to have to worry about how much they're adding to to their bill at the end of the trip. But I will say that most of the times when I'm on a river cruise, at the end of it, I hardly have any sort of bill. Um, maybe I might pay gratuities or if I decided to have a couple of drinks after dinner, those might be added. But I will say that, you know, my my final bill is usually never more than about $100. Now, again, that depends on if you uh, have gratuities included or decide to prepay gratuities. Um, and so there, there are a lot of factors there. And you might end up with a large bill at the end of your trip. So Today, I want to talk about what's included, kind of go through the mainstream river cruise companies and, and see what's included on all of those, where you might find those hidden costs, and then um, and then look at, at, at the value of the river cruise. Um, on our website, Avid Cruiser and River Cruise Advisor, River Cruise Advisor specifically, uh, because we're talking about river cruising, we do have comparison charts. So there we break down, you know, how much are you going to have to pay for gratuities? How much are you going to have to pay for port fees? How much are you going to have to pay, you know, for all of these various things and what each cruise line includes? And then we come up with this number called a true per diem, where we actually factor in things like airfare incentives and, and things like that. And so you really get a feel for how much the cruise is going to cost you 
total per person per day. So I am going to link that comparison chart um, down at the description here. So if you have any, you know, if you want to look at the numbers in depth and, and actually look at how each cruise line stacks up in a more in-depth way, um, that resource will be there for you. But before we get into this, I do want to just take one second to hear a word from our sponsors, and then we will look at, at the cost, the true cost of a river cruise. So let's first talk about excursions, because I think that that is one of the main differentiators, as we talked about last week, between river cruising and ocean cruising. Almost every mainstream cruise company includes some sort of shore excursion in the fair. Um, there are uh, more inclusive cruise lines such as Tauk and Scenic who include premium tours or, you know, uh, Crystal might have some of those. Um, Uniworld, you know, they might have some other tours that were that are included Um but I mean, most cruise companies include some sort of excursion baseline. Um, and then also you, you do have options on, uh, on other cruise lines that, you know, aren't really the, the premium cruise lines like Tauk or Scenic where you're paying, you know, almost twice as much as you would with someone else. Um, Ama Waterways and Avalon both have all of these programs, active programs, discovery programs, um, and then classic tours, so like city tours, but, you know, also might have a bike tour or a hike. And those are all included in the cruise fair as well. And so on most of those cruise companies, you're going to have an excursion included. Now, on some, uh, on on American Cruise Lines and American Queen, I'm going to just talk about North American um, River Cruises for a second. American Cruise Lines does offer tours, um, and some of them are complimentary, but a, a lot of them are going to be a charge as well. Um, so you might not have an included tour in every port, but you will have probably some included tours on your itinerary. An American Queen Steamboat does not provide any tours that are included, but they do do a hop-on, hop-off tour. Um, so it's not really an excursion per se, but you do still have that tour a little bit. So there's always going to be some sort of tour component. Um, but while there are excursions and tours included in the cruise fair, there are also often excurs uh, excursions and tours that are offered for an extra charge. Um, so that's something to really look at before you're booking your cruise if you want to do a danube cruise and you really want to go to schoenbrunn palace you know you might end up having to pay a little bit extra for that so it's important to look at those things before you plan out your cruise because you might end up paying 200 dollars extra to do something that you thought that you were going to be able to do um just as part of the the tour so that's an important thing to take into consideration now, while we're kind of talking about things that every River Cruise company includes, I also want to mention beer and wine at lunch and dinner. So um, most cruise companies, mainstream cruise companies, do include beer and wine at lunch and dinner. The only cruise company that I work with that doesn't include beer and wine at lunch and dinner is Riviera River Cruises. Um, but Riviera does offer beverage packages. So still you're getting that upfront cost when you're booking that you can you can say, you know, I'm going to pay 
a hundred and something dollars. I think that their package is 160 for a week long cruise or 159 um, for a week long cruise. And you can say, you know, I, I'm going to add that in and still know how much you're spending. Um, so it, it because that package is available, I don't really see that as a hidden cost. Um, if a package weren't available and you were paying for every drink by the glass, you know, that adds up and it makes it harder to budget. Um, so I still kind of count that as in, as being inclusive, even though a lot of cruise companies do offer beverage packages. And I will say, too, that I know that Ama Waterways has a happy hour. So during that hour, you can they have a featured cocktail and you can have that cocktail or you can order any other cocktail um, that's included. I'm sure that, you know, some of the premium spirits are more expensive wines are not included in that. But any of the drinks that are included, you can get um, complimentary during that hour. And so for me, I know that when I'm on an Ama Waterways sailing, I might go have a cocktail before dinner. And then by the time that I've had wine at dinner, I don't want to drink anything else afterward. Um, so that is something to take into consideration as well. You know, if you're drinking a lot of wine at dinner, even if your cruise company doesn't include all alcohol, um, you might not, you might not feel a need to drink after dinner. So quasi Europe, Crystal, Scenic, Tauk, and Uniworld are all going to include drinks 24 seven, not just at lunch and dinner. Um, most of these cruise companies as well have bicycles on board. Um, so those can be used. As I mentioned, some might include, some cruise companies might include bike excursions. Um, and then, you know, for those that do have bicycles on board, you can um, take those off the ship as you wish and, you know, bike around. And I know that I, I really like to go biking after dinner. So that's a really nice um, feature as well. Most of these ships have fitness centers, not all of them. It depends on the size of the ship. Um, but most of them are going to have some sort of fitness center. It might be small, but there should be somewhere to work out. And if not, usually there is a place to run laps on the top deck. So that's important as well. Um, so you should be able to exercise on the ship. So we're going to get into some of the things that cruise companies include less of or, or less cruise companies include um, because those are kind of the big ones. So Scenic is the only company, mainstream company that I'm aware of that includes laundry in the fair. It doesn't mean that there isn't laundry on board these other ships, but Scenic includes that free of cost. Now, a lot of river cruise ships do have self-service laundries. So there is a place to do that. I, okay. Sorry. I did say a lot, not a lot, but a few. Um, but most of them have laundry facilities so you can, um, do your laundry if you wish. And then in some suite categories, people are able to get laundry or there might be like a package where you can get laundry. But Scenic is the only one that I know of that includes that free of cost. As far as inclusives, I will say Scenic really does strive to be the most inclusive brand out there. So they include drinks, excursions, gratuities, butlers, um, mini bar is included, room service is included. We'll talk about room service again in a minute. Um, but while we're talking about scenic and laundry, I do think that that's important to mention. Now, there are going to be a lot of other cruise companies that are fairly inclusive as well. Crystal is going to be very inclusive. Um, 
Emerald Waterways, which is Scenic's sister company, is going to be very inclusive. And especially for the price point, Emerald is significantly cheaper than Scenic. Um, so for the price, I would say that they are almost equally inclusive, although they do not have a butler on those ships. And there are going to be a few differences. But as far as the inclusives go, that is also a really inclusive product as well. Uniworld is a fairly inclusive product. Um, so a lot of these are are inclusive. Talc is also going to be pretty um, inclusive as well. I remember my father telling me a story about going on a talc sailing and having to use the bathroom on one of the tours and the and the tour guides gave them coins to use to go to the bathroom. So he said, you know, it was inclu- inclusive to that degree. Um, so a lot of these companies are going to be inclusive. I want to talk about, you know, we can talk about butlers, we can talk about things like that, but that doesn't get into the cost of things. That's more about the service and what's included there. Um, but having a butler or not is not going to change the cost of the cruise. So we're going to glance over some of those things. Um, gratuities are included on crystal Emerald waterways. And as I said, we're just looking at the the main players here um, on scenic on talc and on Uniworld and airport transfers are going to be included on crystal Emerald scenic talc and Uniworld port charges are going to be included on Emerald Riviera, which, as I said, that's just a company that I work with. I know it's not as mainstream as some of the other ones, but Riviera does have a good product. So I would highly recommend to to look into Riviera and Quasi Europe as well. Quasi Europe includes port charges. Um, and that's another bit smaller company that we work with. Um, Scenic and Talc include port charges. I can't remember if I mentioned them already. And then Viking also includes port charges. So these are things where you're not going to have to think about that. And as far as gratuities go, I mean, you might not be looking at that much. Usually gratuities are laid out by the cruise company. So they have a guideline of how much to tip. And I would say that that usually ends up being total probably between 10 to 20 euros per person per day. So as you can see, on a sailing that can really add up. Now, there are a couple of companies that do allow you to prepay gratuities. Ama Waterways is one of them. So if you opt to do that, again, like the beverage package, it's kind of something that you're already anticipating paying for. So to me, that doesn't seem as much like a hidden cost. So that is really the main things that would be a hidden cost. So I'm just going to break it down uh, one more time, a little bit more succinctly. The most inclusive cruise lines are going to be Crystal, Scenic, Tauk, and Uniworld. Crystal and Uniworld both do not include port charges in their cruise fare. The next tier of inclusivity is going to be Ama Waterways, Avalon, Viking, and Emerald. And I will say that all out of all of those, I, I personally think that Emerald is going to be the most inclusive. And then Riviera and Quasi Europe, as I said, I know that they may not be as mainstream players as the other companies that I mentioned, but they are going to be significantly less expensive than any of the other lines. And Quasi Europe does have quite a few inclusions, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast. So I would not overlook them or Riviera. Um, Riviera 
is less inclusive, but that is intentionally so. I do have quite a few podcasts with uh, Marilyn Conroy from Riviera, and we'll do another one because Riviera believes that unbundling the cruise fare is going to be more, it's going to be a better fit for their client or their passenger. So Whereas beverages aren't included, they believe that, you know, those who want to drink should pay for beverages and those who don't shouldn't. And so that model has really worked well for them. So I think that it's important to mention that as well. I'm not putting any sort of um, preference on the cruise lines that are more inclusive. It just depends on what your client or you want from that cruise fare. Some people are okay with saying, I'm, I want to pay this as a base and then I'm fine adding this, this, and this on that I'm going to use. And some people really just want to pay one number and not think about taking any more money out of their pocket other than, you know, when they go into port. And that's something that I wanted to mention as well, is that you also have to remember that you're going on a trip and you're going on a vacation and you're probably going to want to buy things. So that I think is the real hidden cost of river cruising is, you know, all of the wonderful things that you're going to see along the way, all of the memories that you're going to want to take home with you so that you can remember them forever. I know me, I am a big clothing shopper. Um, so I always end up spending quite a bit of money and I like to go out and eat, even though my meals are included on board. You know, part of me likes to go out for lunch sometimes when we're in places or, you know, I had a friend that was living in London who decided to come meet me in Budapest and I, I stayed with her because we were overnighting and, you know, I, I went out to dinner and I went to go get coffee and I went to go get a beer. And so there are just, things like that, that, that do end up being a cost as well. But I think that the biggest thing that we're used to seeing on ocean cruises that doesn't really translate as much to river cruises is all of those little costs that add up. And so I thought that this was an important episode to do to kind of look at, you know, why river cruising might be more expensive, but why it's also inclusive and why people might, might prefer that. Um, and if you all have any comments, my email is always in the description. So feel free to email me or have any questions about the companies that I mentioned today. I am going to put that comparisons chart down in the description so that you have that there. There's actually one that talks about inclusions. And then I'm going to put a Danube chart. Um, and then all of these charts are also available on the comparisons page that I'm going to link so you can see them for all of the different rivers, but I will link the Danube pricing chart just so you can get an idea for, you know, how much everything costs, as I mentioned, what that true per diem is, and then how much balcony upgrades are, the true balcony per diems, and all of that. Um, so thank you all so much for joining me today, and I will see you again next week with a new episode. Bye. Bye.